How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. Huh? <laughs> it was great. Yeah, you like that? You didn't almost run out of breath, though, right? I did not. No. I've I been exercising think. again. You are? Yep. So it's, it's good. I can get a long Joe out of there. Yeah. Long Joe. Long Joe. You know, long Joe, it sounds like it could be another show. The Let's long do Joe it. Show. Let's do it. We got time. We have an incredible show tonight. We do. All the way from Vegas. So oh, we're not talking about Marsh Vegas, that's right? right? I mean, not we're talking Marsh. about Las Vegas. Vegas. All the way from Vegas. All the way from Las Vegas. We have joining us later on today the absolutely amazing comedian, singer, impressionist. I can't wait. Rick Michael. I can't yeah, wait. I, mean, I can't wait to talk to I him. I can't wait to hear what it's all about, Vegas, and you know? the lifestyle and. And how he got there. How he got there. Yeah. I th you know, I, th I think he's a New York boy. Is that it? Who uh, is now like this world famous yeah. guy. Sinatra is one of his things. So really, folks, if you're listening out there and you are Sinatra fans or you're fans of, Just the, of, Rat Pack, right? of the Rat Pack or... You know, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, or, he does Rodney. Oh, he yeah. does a great Rodney Dangerfield. I can't Dangerfield. wait. I can't I'm wait telling you, we've got a great song of his that we're going to play awesome. first. Very moving, very yeah. wonderful. But please, think about this. Come up with, you know, I, I'd love to hear Sinatra. I'd love to hear Dangerfield. Yeah. This guy's amazing. I'm so honored that he's going to be on our show. So do you think he'll really share? Because I hear <clears> what <throat> happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That, uh, we'll have to ask him if that's true. Well, you know what? What's kind of cool is this this, this this plays in Vegas. Yeah. So in, in many ways, it will stay in Vegas. That's yeah, true. It just happens to stay other places, too. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's that's really what staying in one place is all about. You know what? Do you remember David Herzog was on our show? Yes. Right? So David Herzog used to say that if less than 100 people know about it, it's still confidential. I don't know if that's the truth. Really? That's what he used to say. <laughs> I don't know whether we can say yeah, that Yeah, I don't anymore. think so. My, tr my training says otherwise. Well, it's because you're a lawyer. Right, and I'm a physician. We did that hip. We did the knock knock joke before, right? The hip. Uh, one. Yes, a yeah. couple, three couple or four. Times. <laughs> Actually, I gotta come. But up for the ones that haven't heard it, let's all right, all right. Well, no, 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 no. I'll, no, I'll no, tell no, you. No, no. This is Who's different. There? I'll, I'll tell you my favorite knock knock. Joke. Right. Okay, my yeah. favorite knock knock. Say knock knock. No. All right, we're we're done with that one. We'll go on to something else. Thanks. Yep. So hopefully Rick, yep. can really work a room. I bet he can. I mean. This is that's training, right? I have seen him. Work you have him. seen him. I have. It was amazing. I, I mean, next time in Vegas, that it's the show I'm going to. There's no question you about it. it. Hopefully, some of our listeners will do the same because I know a lot of people take trips out there. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a quick getaway. It's yep. Feel like you're on another planet. Right. I mean, he's got a band. You know, he's got like the whole. Where? Well, we'll have to ask we'll, him. We'll that. ask him that. Yeah, we'll ask him that. But entertainment in general, I mean. What makes great entertainment? Why is it that some people are just so natural at being able to get up in front of others and just as you know over and over and over again, right, too, over right? and over, make it fresh each time? Right. Rick Michael's been going through, but Rick you know what? Michaels. He has written uh, an amazing song, many many things, and he's got a full band behind him. But I wanted to play this 
before he comes on because it really his it, song it's yeah his song that he wrote it's very important because it really talks about friendship it talks about being able to just reach out to someone being able to you know have you had a friend where you know you haven't spoken to them in years and yet you call them up feels like you talked to him yesterday like yesterday yeah. right yep. yep and so that the question is when when i ask him like, why didn't i call him yesterday <clears throat> Why didn't I call them? And then six months goes by, and right. but that connection is still there. It's still there. Yeah. So, Ben, if you wouldn't mind, let's, let's roll, roll, the roll tape. Rick's song. They say if we have one true friend in our lifetime, we are a very lucky and wealthy person. All of us have that special someone, an honest and faithful friend who's been there when we needed them the most, but with whom over the years we've lost contact. I wrote this song because I have a friend like that, who after years I picked up the phone and called. Those years disappeared. It's as if we'd spoken only yesterday. So listen to the words, then pick up the phone and call that special friend. For that special friend is one of life's greatest gifts. There are many faces that come and go. Most are just passing through But the ones that stay The most selfless of them all Are the ones that will be there for you You've been there to witness Most of my years A few of the smiles some of the tears You've seen things I've done On the roads I have taken Those times that we've shared As our destiny shaped I now understand Why it's so hard to find That one special person Who will stand by your side Our trip from beginning from beginning to the end That's why it's so tough To find a true blue friend All I ask is a witness to my journey All I ask is a witness to the end Someone to be there To share our special purpose And you The observers of my life My sister, my brother My best friend, who's my wife A childhood friend who grew up through my eyes No judgments, unbiased And has never told me lies Share what we've seen And all that we feel I've tried to be there when the time came to heal When the day is done and the others move on You can count on me, my friend Cause our journey's never done All I ask is a witness to my journey All I ask is 
unbelievable Isn't that great that is fantastic <clears throat> electric it really is it's and and I, I get goosebumps yeah and I am I mean I just want to call up I just want to call up Adam you know my old friend Adam yeah <clears throat> that's but, who you thought of for that song yeah it is. I, yeah, I think it's several several people. so maybe you should call him yeah I'll do that after the show mm. but you know what we have a new friend yes we on do. The from, from Vegas, Vegas all Rick? the way from Las Vegas <laughs> so are you there Rick I hope so. Oh, good. Welcome. So, sometimes, sometimes my wife says I'm not all there, but you know, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, we're just so honored and thrilled to have you here. But let me let me ask right off the bat. Right off the bat, tell me about the inspiration for that incredible song, and, and how can we be a, a witness I, to your journey? Well, I I, I have a friend uh, that I started. Uh, doing uh, production shows back in 19... Well, no, that's not true. About 1985, I, I met this gentleman. I started in 81 doing production shows, but in 85, I met this gentleman. He's a comic magician. He's really, really well-known in the uh, comedy world and, and magic world. His name is Michael Finney. And we did a show together uh, at the High Sierra in uh, Lake Tahoe for about three months. And... Um, I jumped across the street. He stayed on with the show, and I went to Caesars after that, and I stayed on for another nine months. But we became really, really good friends since 1985. He started a charity event, a uh, golf charity event that uh, lasted 20 years. It was last year was the last year, and uh, I, I made like 17 out of the 20. And it's basically all comics and, and and entertainers from all over the world come to this tournament for free. To, to do a show uh, and and play golf and, and, and do a concert and raise charity for wounded warriors and, and and a lot of a lot of great charities that he's 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 done and like I said we, I, we've been friends I mean what, what is it 33 years now mm. and I, I you know he's traveling all over the world I'm traveling all over the world and once in a while we you know we kind of lose track of each other and we we, we don't pick up the phone and, and call because you know we're so our schedules don't permit it and sometimes a year will go by maybe two um and and then I'll, but if we do pick up the phone it's like you know hey it's like uh the the the, the day before that we talked yeah. you know yeah. presently you know it was just, it's just amazing how time 
really doesn't, uh, when you have a good friend and somebody that just accepts you for who you are, doesn't judge you, and that, you know, they, they, they're there for you, you know? And for 33 years, I was there for him, for his charities and his friendship, and I've seen, you know, his career go, because he just basically started out um, about that time. I started out about seven years earlier, and, uh, you know, in my entertainment world, um, that's that's pretty long time to keep going without mm-hmm. slinging a hamburger or bartending, you know, and uh, uh, just totally work uh, doing what you love to do. And so I was thinking of Michael Finney when I wrote that song. I said, man, you know, we, we've been through. We were we're really good friends, and and uh, we you know we've seen each other go through this and that and all these different changes. And I even have a friend longer than that that goes back to 1966, mm. and we still talk. Oh, and, and, and we still bring up memories of when we met on a school bus going to camp. And uh, so, you know, if, and again, in the beginning I said if you, if you have one true friend in life, you're very rich and very and very fortunate person, and I'm very fortunate that I I have more than that. I I I have a, a couple of handfuls of people like that, that literally I've known you know fifty, forty, thirty plus years that uh, you know have been a witness to my journey and my journey, especially the the uh, the one that I knew in '66. I mean, I was a class clown, and you know, uh, it was funny. Uh, and and you're you're, you're tell, talking about uh, this song in particular. There were about six people that I grew up with, and uh, in the uh, in uh, in and there were Temple members back in uh, in Wontaw, Long Island, uh, and we were friends growing up, and we got bar mitzvah together, bat mitzvah together, and all That's that. Great. You know, so you know, you're talking again another 50 years uh, have gone by, and they're all on the telephone because they, you know, Congo New York Jews. It's a, it's a law that you have to co- migrate to. Florida, you know, South Florida. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a rule. Anyway, so there's the six of them sitting around, standing, sitting around the table, passing me around. Well, actually, I'm, I'm on speakerphone. I'm talking to all these people. Um, my the my first recollection of ever performing in 1969 was with this one girl that was on the phone. Another one was having her birthday. That and she, I remember her in my be- bedroom growing up and all this. And they're all talking around. They said, you know, Rick, we knew back then that you were going to be, I mean, because you were funny, Mm -hmm. but we we knew that you were going to do something with comedy, something Mm -hmm. that that's what you're you're destined to do, something to entertain. And and it's kind of funny when you have six people from your childhood that saw you way before I even knew that you know i was going to do stand-up comedy at the comedy clubs in in la and san diego's and at the comedy store and uh you know i'm i'm rubbing shoulders with robin williams and there's cheech and chong and and uh you know uh andrew dice clay and and just you know all these guys coming up and uh it's it's kind of it's kind of ironic that uh they called it and they saw it and again starting as a class clown and then you know, be getting paid for it. And uh, that's comedy was the beginning. 
And then I got into big band in the early 80s, and uh, uh, so I have, like, the best of both worlds. That instant, instantaneous um, uh, laughter, you know, of, of gratification, and then the applause of, of me sounding like Sinatra or yeah. Neil Diamond or, or Dean Martin. And just let me know any time that you want to talk. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I love I, it. I really appreciate that. Um, you know what? Uh, I I love stand-up comedy. I was, you know, people, I, I wanted to be a stand-up comic. People kept saying, sit down. Before we go, how can people access your songs? Well, um, you, well YouTube, uh, Witness to My Journey is on there. The, I actually made a video of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, you can go, uh, uh, SinatraForever.com is all my Sinatra uh, demos are on there. I have a seven-piece, 12-piece, 24, and Philharmonic Orchestra <laughs> demos on wow. there. Wow, Philharmonic. Um, cool. I have, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going back to Costa Rica in November uh, to uh, repeat as my third trip there. Um, I, uh, we were supposed to go to Brazil. I think we're gonna. I think we may be going at the end of the year again. Brazil, wow. going to Mexico. Actually, I'm going to Cuba next week. I'm, I'm that's on my bucket list. That's so I can't cool. wait. That's I'm not there to perform. I just wanted to do something. Uh, I wanted to go somewhere just in you know in case something happens. I'm a new president. You never know. Uh, <laughs> so I, I made plans, and um, I'm going to take advantage of it. That'd be great. Make sure you get back here, Rick. You know, cigars and rum. Yeah. Know. Oh yeah, I'll yeah, get back. Yeah. I'll swim. So, I'll do like like they do. You know, I'll swim. So so let's hear about this journey. Where so Long Island, nice Jewish kid there. I love that. Tell us about this journey. How did you wind up in Vegas? Uh, well, you take uh, the I That's right. King. Thank you. Very kind. Very <laughs> okay. concrete. Thanks, Rick. Would you like to talk about something yeah. else? It's okay. We can talk about whatever you want to. It's, did you graduate Montauk, no. or did the did, did, did the class clown? No. Uh, no, no. I I I, grad, I graduated in Belmore, Long Island. Okay. I was I was I was born in Mount Vernon, New York, and I moved to South Shore, Long Island, Merrick, and I went to Belmore, and I I was going to be a sculpture teacher, uh, so I went to the Maryland Institute College of Art, and uh, they had a, 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 a the dean of students had a ori orientation uh, a moment where, and it reminded me of the set of the Tonight Show where well, the audience, the way it was set up, and there was an aisle on either side. You remember Johnny Carson going through up the aisle and stumped the band, or 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 you know you know questions or whatever. And so the uh, the, the dean of students said. Uh, Listen, uh, we don't have a drama department, but if anybody has any talent, plays guitar, this, that, and the other. So I decided to uh, approach him, and I said, look, I got an idea. And this is in September, and, 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 and I put this thing together within a month. I wrote it. I did, uh, I, I did a Jewish version of The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson Steen, Ed <laughs> McManowitz, and Doc Severinstein. And uh, we, we even had a band, a black uh, trumpet player who was Doc Severinstein, which is great. And I, and I, I had the whole thing set up. The, 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 I distumped the band, Karnak, uh, commercials. Uh, and it was, it was 1972. It was actually October 30th, 1972. I, I even have a... a a flyer from it and so you know people saying what the hell are you doing here in 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 art school you should be an entertainer well that's all it took and i didn't last a semester i went off and 
my journey, we're going to fast forward because there's a, a lot of going on. I went, to, I joined the Navy and uh, I, I, I got out and I, I went cross country by myself, backpacked duffel bag for a full year. So I ended up in California and this is in the late 70s or uh, 77. Uh, and I started uh, uh, working out uh, of the comedy clubs, doing five minutes at a time. Mm you know, open mic night type of thing in in La Jolla, California. I drove like two hours, two and a half hours to Hollywood uh, from there to do, do open mic night there. And, uh, you know, it, it, running a little tiny tape recorder. And if, if you did well, it was a great trip back. If not, it was the longest journey from hell yeah. and so you know you, you learn you learn by listening to yourself. a lot of people don't like to watch themselves on tv or or movies uh, you hear these stars oh I, I never watch any of myself you know what how do you learn how do you go to school right. i just i just went to school on myself and it was it's probably one of the most embarrassing things of over 40 years i ever did and rich little was in the audience and he and i we did a show together <laughs> and he uh, he he gave me a standing ovation when I did Samsung. I do uh, Dean and Sammy back and forth, uh, you know, crouching, standing up, crouching, standing, up. and you know, he just he just couldn't believe how great it was. But I I I realized when you, you do a song, and I wrote a book called uh, uh, Live on Stage, Don't Die, Kill, and you can find that on my site, rickmichael.com. Uh, it's, uh, there's no A in my last name, M-I-C-H-E-L. And uh, so I, 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 I'm te I teach other people the do's and don'ts of what to do on stage, because that's oh. the only way you can learn, you know? And boy, did I go to school on myself. I, I went. To, I was in the studio to today watching this um, two-camera shoot we did of my first time out of the gate, showing my journey from 1961 when my mother took a picture of me doing Stan Lee of Lord and Hardy with a uh, brownie camera, and uh, to from the high schools, uh, high school doing James Cagney a picture and. Going up to the chalkboard as Jerry Lewis, not a professor, and then I burst out into Jerry Lewis, not a professor, and it goes on and on. I went literally 47 years through my life, uh, and I realized I wasn't doing a show; I was doing a lecture. I, I, I did, and, and I didn't realize it until way after the fact. I was too much jibber-jabber. It was too much talking. Yeah, it was interesting. There were some great stories. I mean, great stories about Jer me and Jerry Lewis and Rodney Dangerfield and, and uh, Steve Allen and Mickey Rooney. And, and the list goes on. And I'm not just name-dropping, but these are great, great stories. David Cassidy and Jerry Vale and, uh, uh, you know, with Debbie Reynolds and, and all and these people that I've met through my life. I mean, Don Rickles and Willie Nelson, Tony Bennett, James Brown. I mean, all these people that, uh, that I, that are inspire me, you know? Um, and so I've been very fortunate to perform for these people and, uh, also get to know them. And, uh, the journey uh, of, of doing all this basically fell into place when I was performing at the comedy club back in the seven, late 70s, and somebody was casting for uh, a, a, one of the members of Greece, and it was uh, at a dinner, for a dinner theater, and they were looking for a comic 
that could be. So I had a mustache and, and, and longer hair. So I, I went for the audition. I cut my mustache. I cut my long hair. I walk in there with a T-shirt, a, a pack of camels rolled up in my, in my, in my arm. I had white, white socks on, penny loafers, straight uh, 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 dungarees on, and I put two chairs one I was uh, that was sitting in front of me, and one that was facing me, and I ended up giving the conductor for my audition the song "Splish Splash" uh, from Bobby Darin, and I acted like these two chairs with the bath. Huh. Uh, and so I had a bottle of bubbles that I put on the other chair, and in the instrumental, I was blowing these bubbles all over the. <laughs> they were on the floor. And they, you got the part. They said, you got the part. So here I am, professionally, 1980, again, October 30th, 1980. It was really eight years exactly uh, from the, uh, uh, to the day almost uh, that I uh, did the thing in, uh, in college that I'm getting paid to be on stage in a theatrical performance, singing, being a comic. I mean, it was all the first time that I, you know, I, I I had the best of both worlds, getting laughs, and uh, and and singing, you know, and and then I started with big bands, you know, uh, I, I got hooked up with uh, lo locally in in San Diego where I was living, and um, uh, I had charts made, and I did two albums in, in the studio with a big band. That's really rare to do it live in the studio, record. So yeah, and and, and so, you know. I, uh, my, my dream, uh, my dream job is, was Dean Martin doing Dean Martin in the Rat Pack is Back, uh, in the 1999, David Cassidy saw me sing with the big band. He says, Hey, you, you sound like Frank Sinatra, but you look like Dean Martin. I said, Hey, I'm cursed. What can I say? Uh, he goes, he goes, no, I'm putting a Rat Pack show together. Would you like to understudy for Bobby Caldwell, uh, who's doing Frank Sinatra? I said, sure. So. I, under, I understudied, I learned the part, and then uh, the Dean Martin was wanted to take off, just can you understudy for Dean? I said, sure. And so then the Joy Bishop wanted to take off because he, he was doing a filming in L.A., and I did stand-up so, and, and impressions, and so I understudied for, for Joey. So I did three out of the four characters. So when I showed up at the Desert Inn, all the techs look at me and go, who are you tonight? Hmm. And so I had to figure out who I, what, where I was because it was blocking involved and whatnot. So, but again, that, to do Dean Martin, you can be, be a funny son of a gun and sing your, your, your tush off. Uh, and I'm putting this up for radio. Thank you. And, and, and it's just, <clears throat> you know, you could actually be drunk, screw up your words, and you can still do your job. Name <laughs> another job you can get, you can, you can get lit and, 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 and screw up your lines and you still get paid for it, and uh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's <Martin>. incredible. <laughs> so, and, and then, you know, I mean, the Sinatra stuff, I want to hear so much more about that as well. Really blown away. Blown away by the story. I mean, oh, I, I would just, you know, unfortunately, we only have like 12 minutes left to cover, you know, a million years. You're but right. But we, you've got to come well, back me, on our show have sometime. Me, you've got to have me back. We're, we're going we're we're to have you back. We're definitely going to have you back. Well, while we got, I so can't wait what, to go see the show. What would you like show. to do? Do you want to give us some, I mean, some of the stand-up stuff? I mean, do you want to do some impersonations? I mean, I, I, I know that some of it gets lost because we can't see you. Right. But what do you, 
we, there's just so many things we can ask you to do. But a small well, change. Small well, change can have a big effect. Look, what do you want to, how about a Rodney Dangerfield? Uh, Trey, I got no respect, no respect from anybody, you know. I mean, I'm all right now, but this morning I was in rough shape. Who was I in bad shape? This morning I woke up, I picked up my shirt, the button fell off. I grabbed my briefcase, the handle fell off. I'm afraid to go to the bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is Love great. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Dr. Joe, you got to get back to the future. You won't believe the kind of radio they have there. <laughs> I love it. I love oh it. gosh, it's so much fun. So, what? So, what's what's life like out there? I mean, yeah. you, you wake up in the morning. You, you, I mean, you're this famous guy. The morning. I mean, you're working nights, right? right? I guess, right? Yeah, I wake. Yeah, but I, actually, I I get up at dawn. You know, and if and if she's not here, I I get up with somebody else. Hi, hey, Mikey. Oh, oh, that was a joke. Boom, boom. Yes, that's great. <laughs> no, uh, actually, uh, with the um, I, I use that line as a barker. And I was this is before I in, in 1976. I was a barker on Bourbon Street. I was living in the French Quarter in New Orleans, and uh, and uh, I was out there with a bucket of coals. It's January, it's freezing my ass, and uh, these uh, people are. Uh, you know, you're trying to get these people in with a 70, 70 cent coupon loss. You know, go, come on in. I got these John Wayne swinging doors behind me, and just take a little peek. You know, uh, of these girls inside. It was a, a place called Guys and Dolls. It was a you know a strip joint. I go and try to go. Come on, rouse her, rouse her, rouse her. Come on in. You know, have, have a little toddy for the body, a little drink to dream on in dreamland. Hey, we're open till dawn. If you don't believe me, come on inside. She's our last dancer. <laughs> you know, so that's where that came from. Nice. Anyway. Nice. So, so um, as far as the Sinatra thing, I mean, my mother always, uh, and I always dedicate the song, You Make Me Feel So Young, because she's the one that turned me on to Frank, uh, mm. you know, when I was a kid. And uh, I was just a teenager. And um, uh, I got went down, I got an old 33 and a third of song for Swinging Lovers, Nelson Riddle, got the first cut. I put, uh, I put the... Uh, the first song on my Panasonic reel-to-reel that I got from my blonde and I'm listening to uh, You Make Me Feel So Young, back and forth, back and forth, and then eventually I'm getting the timber and the phrasing, and, you know, and uh, I'm starting to sound a little bit like Frank. So, you know, the first time I got to meet him was, uh, I met him three times, hmm. and the first time I got to meet him was 1983. It was my on my birthday, April 8th, and I was doing a one-man show, in uh, Del Mar, uh, uh, for, it was for, I did a, a one man show for two years, from '82 to '84, and um, I, uh, I, my, a producer friend of mine that I worked with in the past, he said to me, "Would you like to come backstage and meet Frank?" Uh, and it was in Phoenix, Arizona, and I said, "Sure." I fly on Southwest Airlines, and I, I go and I take a cab to ASU, and I go backstage. I get the my credentials. And I, I go backstage, and there he is. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I mean, I, I could see why these Bobby Soxes had, you know, got weak knees. You know, I mean, his aura was just mm. undeniable. Uh-huh. And, and it's, the irony of it all was that his manager at the time, that and when I mentioned where I was from, he, and he knew my father. He went to school wow. with my father. Frank's manager went to school with my dad. Love you that. know, and and so, I, and he's, and, and Frank is eating these little tiny tootsie rolls. Before 
before the, the show, and uh, and I go, how the hell can you sing before you even touch you before a show? Anyway, I got a picture with him. I got his autograph, and uh, and um, you know that was the first time that. The, the the second time was uh, it was 1987. I was working in, in Atlantic City at the Atlantis. He used to do the Playboy Club on the boardwalk in, in AC. I was doing a nine month run, and uh, I was invited over. Uh, uh, a friend of mine that was working with me knew Jilly uh, Rizzo, and I got a, a color eight by ten in gold ink signed to me from Frank Sinatra. Uh, and it's dated to Rick with my very best wishes, Frank Sinatra, 87. And I got to stand on the, the, the literally in the wings, watching him on stage perform. I'm standing on the floorboards, feeling the vibration of the orchestra, looking at Frank Sinatra. I mean, it could, you couldn't get a closer vibe, feel of, mm -hmm. of the music and him and the whole thing, right? And then the last time I got to meet him was when Rich Little invited me Rich and I, we toured for about three years together, and uh, I did Bob Hope to his Bing Crosby. And we did a, um, uh, Bob Hope had a celebrity golf tournament every year, and uh, it was 1995, and uh, Rich invited me to Palm Springs to attend, and I got played on by Les Brown and his band of renown with Thanks for the Memories, and... Uh, but, uh, and and uh, we got uh, Rich and I were playing uh, in front on the front table. There was 1,500 people, but the front table was Frank Sinatra and Barbara Sinatra, Gerald and Betty Ford, President Ford, and Bob and, Bob and Dolores Hope. And that's just the that's just there. I mean, everybody was there. Andy Williams and uh, Robert Goulet, and uh, uh, I, I met. Arnold Palmer that that time, wow. uh, uh, Yogi Berra, uh, Leslie Nielsen, the, the list goes on and on. And it was such a, a wonderful moment. Uh, and, and and Rich and I did our Bing and Bob together, you know. I, and I got a great picture with Bob, uh, you know, with the prosthetic nose that I had on and with it, without it. And it, mm. it was it was an, uh, one of those moments, you know. And I got a, another picture with me and... Uh, 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 Frank Sinatra. So that was fun. I mean, yeah. what what an incredible experience for you, and the, all these stories, and you know, the joy of being able to share them. You know, on 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 the show, the Dr. Joe show, we have a couple of things that that we sort of tie in. One is this idea that small changes have big effects, and I'm just thinking of of that small change that you made when you went up. To the dean or of the school, and you said, "I've got an idea." Yeah, and how that oh, small yeah. change just just yeah. propelled this remarkable career. And the other thing that, that we say is, you control no one, you influence everyone. And I I cannot begin to imagine the number of people that you have influenced um, by by entertaining them. Some people, I'm sure, at times where boy, they just needed a good laugh. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what? I, the, the most rewarding, well, not the most, but it's it's one of the most rewarding things is when they come up and they give me their personal experiences mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, of, of, of some of the people like Frank Sinatra. Uh, that, oh, I, saw, I remember him when uh, back at the Paramount, you know, when he was Bones at the Paramount, and I was one of the Bobby Soxes, you know, original Bobby Soxes. And when everybody, oh, you made me cry with my way. That was my husband's song, my song. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's always there's always a tie 
that you reach out to these people, you know, one way or the other. And it's, it, it is very rewarding. It is. I mean, I'm humbled by it. I mean, I didn't expect to last this long, especially after the 80s, but that's another show. And, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and we'll be sure to do that show with you, Rick. We'll be sure to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I am truly, God gave me a gift to share with the world, and I don't abuse it. I, 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 I relish in it. I mean, yeah. I, I wake up, uh, you know, at least two or three times a, a week, and I tell my wife, hey, we woke up. Some people didn't, you know, <laughs> small things like that, you know. So, yeah. you know, it's, 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 you never take anything for granted. As long as you're happy and you're healthy, life yeah. is good. I mean, right. you know, one of, one of the things that, that I know, People have heard me say is, you know, love going to work, love going home. Yeah. That's a success. That's it. Yeah. Love, love going to work yeah. and love going home. And it sounds like you've been blessed and are, are doing both. Mm -hmm. But but there is... Hey, it, it, took four, it took four wives for me to get there, but yeah, this, this well, one is a keeper. Twelve you know, years later, she's a keeper. Small changes yeah. Yeah. have big effects. Yeah. So where is the show right gotta, now? you got to kiss a lot of frogs. Oh. Let's see. Let's see. The, the next show I'm doing uh, is at the PNC Bank Art Center in New Jersey, exit 116. Wow. Uh, May uh, 16th, 17th. Uh, it's an afternoon show, 24-piece orchestra in front of 8,500 people. Wow. Can't wait to do it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm all over the map. I mean, I, after that, let's see, in June, I'm in uh, Pinellas Park uh, near Tampa in Florida. Uh, then after that, I'm, I'm in uh, Chicago twice, one uh, at, at the McKenna uh, outside at the MAC, and another one I'm right across in Indiana at the, uh, 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 the pavilion at Wolf Lake with a 24-piece orchestra, and that's always fun. I missed my fifth time back, wow. and um, so uh, and then if you're in Costa Rica in San Jose, uh, November uh, 10th and 11th, I'll be there. Uh, come down and say hi. I'll be at the National Theater. Well, Rick, so, you know it, it is incredible that that you so all over the world. But but so together, and you know we're we're just about out of time for tonight. But I am so grateful that you've been able to give us your time here in Marsh Vegas, from Las Vegas. And what I really oh. hope is that you'll come back and visit us again, Rick Michael. Everyone, I will come back anytime. All right, anyone. Uh, thank you for having me, Doctor Joe. Thank you so much, Rick. We'll be captain. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.